In this segment, I'd like to tackle some of the myths that are out there, some of the misconceptions that we have in our marriages, and uh, some of the theories that we need to debunk, inshallah. So the first myth, or the first misunderstanding that we have in our marriages is that uh, a good partner always puts his or her spouse's needs first. That's the misconception, you know. A good partner always puts his or her spouse's needs first. Now that is a myth and that is a misunderstanding. It is a misconception. The reason why I say so is that because if you are always going to put your partner in front of you and ahead of you in everything and you are going to trample upon your own needs and you're going to say, no, I'm not going to worry about my needs. As long as my partner's needs have been fulfilled, I'm happy. Uh, what will happen is that it's going to lead to frustration. You're going to become resentful of your partner and it's going to hurt your marriage. And what happens is that you, your your feelings and your emotions and your needs, they start to bottle up and they bottle up and bottle up and bottle up. And then you'll see suddenly after two years or three years of marriage, wow, a big bang. And then the husband thinks, hey, where did that come from? Or the wife thinks, hey, where did that come from? Well, that's the frustration that has been piling up and that has been uh, escalating for the past few years or for the past few months. So the healthier option is always to keep the partnership in front, not my needs or your needs. It's about keeping the partnership in front. And the reason why I say it's not healthy to always allow your partner to have his way or her way is because you are training him to say that your needs are more important, my needs are not important, and that means you must do whatever you have to do to achieve your needs and fulfill your needs even if it be at the expense of my needs. So can you understand that? And I mean, after all, it's a mutual relationship between husband and wife, and we both want our needs to be fulfilled, and we both want our needs to be achieved in that relationship. But when one partner selfishly only looks at his needs or her needs, and at the expense of the other partner, partner's needs, then it leads to frustration. So there's a function coming this weekend. So my husband, the husband says, I'm going. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't stay at home to babysit for the kids. Uh, I know you, I know the function is important to you, but I'm sorry, I've got a cricket game to go and uh, uh, go and play. So I can't come. And the wife says, okay, you know, the dutiful uh, partner. Okay, honey, no problem. I won't go. You can go play cricket. It's more important. The family wedding coming next, uh, the week after that. Um, the husband says, uh, I don't want to go because I've got some other errands to, to, to fulfill and to finish. So the wife says again, okay, honey, no problem. So what happens is that uh, there's emotional withdrawal from the partner. And when there's emotional withdrawal, then that marriage then heads for the rock. And there could be serious tension in the, pro in the marriage, really. And uh, it, th that's one thing. The other thing is you are training your partner. By every time you're giving in, you are training your partner to, to, to do what he wants or what she wants. I, mean, I just gave an example of the wife. It doesn't mean it doesn't happen the other way around. It does happen, but it, it will take up all our time if we're going to give you an example of both sides. I'm just going to suffice on one side, and obviously you must apply it to the opposite gender as well. So if you are always going to be giving in to your partner's demands and to your partner's needs, you are training them 
to say that my needs are not important and your needs are more important. And when you're training them for a year or two or a few years or five years or ten years, then just say after seven years you decide to speak out and you decide to speak up and you say enough is enough. It's going to come as a shocker to the opposite person. And like, but all the years we did not have a problem. I always thought I could do whatever I wanted. I never see the issue from your side. And now suddenly you're just bringing up the past and etc., etc., etc. It becomes ugly. So what I'm saying to the couples is that they need to work together. They have to compromise together. If the husband is playing cricket every weekend, he doesn't have to cut it out totally. What he needs to do is one weekend for the wife, one weekend for cricket, one weekend for the wife, one week for the cricket. And in that way, both are winning. Likewise, the wife also needs to understand, now every weekend it's only my parents, so my parents, my parents, my parents. Uh, then if the husband gives in, it will be good in the starting, but then it will become difficult for them both to keep up to their commitment. So rather you say one week we go, one week we take a breather, one week we go, one week we take a breather. In that way, everybody's happy. So that's called coming, uh, meeting in the middle. Not my side, not your side, but rather in the middle. And we compromise on both sides. But if it's only done one-sided, that every weekend I'm going to go for my game. I don't care. It's the tournament. It's the league. I have to play. And if you sideline, then remember your partner uh, will withdraw from you emotionally. And likewise, from the husband on the wife side also, that every, every week we're going to go, then that's also a bit selfish on her side. So we have to play the game fairly and we have to cater for each other's needs it's not going to work out 100% for both of us but we can meet in the middle that's what I'm saying to you so the first myth that we discussed today is that a good partner always puts his or her spouse's needs first that is a myth there is a misunderstanding doesn't work in the real world it might work in the fairy tales and there but not in the real world let's get practical about that so if a person is keeper, if a person is continuously doing that, then it's going to lead to frustration. It's going to lead to resentment. It's going to hurt your marriage. It's going to bottle up your feelings. And when you do explode, my oh my, you're going to explode very, very wild. And trust me, I've seen it in my life, and uh, it's not a pleasant sight to be at because it goes crazy. And they want to literally tear each other apart. But little did they realize that the problems, the solution to their problems can be found easily if they work together.